0: Welcome to Gravel Knits, Off the Trail, where we throw out the map and leave the trail behind. Today is Wednesday, April 6, 2022.
1: I'm Kelsey, and my pronouns are she, her, and hers.
0: And I'm Caitlin, and my pronouns are she, her, and hers. And today... We're at the brewery! Yeah, so you might hear a little bit of extra noise, but it should be a good time. We're at Fox Brewery, which is very local to
1: us right down the street from caitlin yeah figured we might as well check out one of our most neighborhood bars breweries i guess yeah for sure
0: Uh, brian fox owns the brewery and so that's kind of why they have a fox theme they have a cute little like tip jar that's a cookie jar it is very very cute (laughs) and uh we had we had some conversations with our bartender tonight his name is cameron and he has a podcast, too, so we thought that was really neat. It's called The Unfaithful Pod, we have not listened to it yet, but it is about growing up in, I'd say, more conservative religions and working through that. So if that interests you, check
1: it out. It interests, it interests me. I'm interested. Uh, shall I read what their description is? Sure. Unfaithful Pod is a trio of friends with buckets of religious baggage who break bread, imbibe, and banter a.k.a. bitch, about the faith that we once belonged to. Join us and some special guests as we wrestle with being unfaithful to so much what we knew and find new ways forward. Yeah. Seems pretty cool,
0: so I'm definitely going to give it a listen. I am, too. So we decided to each select our own beverage to start off with, so Kelsey, what you drinking?
1: I am drinking the Redberry Red. Berry Red. It is a strawberry cherry raspberry red ale. (laughs) That sounds like a tongue twister. It is a (laughs) bit. And it was helpful that it's right up there on the board. (laughs) Good call. It's pretty tasty. I get mostly the strawberry out of it. A little bit of the raspberry. The cherry is less vibrant. It's pretty tame. It's definitely more. It has a little bit of hoppiness, but not much. Okay. Red ales typically don't. It's definitely more... I, I'm not sure I've had a red ale that has had so much berry in it.
0: I don't know if I have either.
1: I might have to try it out. Might, might have to do some tasters. Mm-hmm. All right. So well, how about you? What are you drinking?
0: I am drinking the vanilla and almond oatmeal brown. Ooh. And I would say this one is also pretty tame. I uh, I love browns. So all winter, I've kind of been looking and I'm finally finding them now that it's warming up. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm definitely getting like vanilla forward, and the middle is probably the biggest part of the taste. Like, and I like it. That's kind of where I feel like the almonds coming in, and then it has a really soft finish.
1: I might have to check that one out. Yeah. I've, I've definitely been craving like that almond flavor, and even more so in a beer would be nice.
0: Mm hmm. I'd say I'm still getting more vanilla, but I like vanilla.
1: Vanilla's good. I check think it's fun.
0: Out. I think it's a fun one. So, Kelsey, now that. You can't hear anything from the side here. Sort this of. is good I to can, know, but compared to here. here. <laughs> <laughs> now we know. I was just bending over to put my drink down and realized I couldn't hear myself anymore. Anyways, Kelsey, now that we have our beverages, how are you?
1: I'm good. It's, you know, in Iowa today, it is cloudy and windy and yeah. rainy and just gloomy. But I'm at a brewery with my friend knitting on the things. All the things. But otherwise, last week I had talked about or I guess on the last episode I had talked about going to camp for my side job. And it went so well. And like, I kinda wanna roll this off into a, um, a PSA, if you will. That okay. it's it's never too late to learn. And even when you're you know, you're on the top of your game and I'm not saying I'm on the top of the because I have a ways to go yet. But you're doing well it never hurts to go and learn and to explore how to better deal with what you're working on i had the opportunity to work with a number of women in my field or who are people that i look up to and it was a really really great experience had some one-on-one had some group interactions it was good it's it's always good to keep learning absolutely so that was that was good. I we had to go to Omaha for that. It was a great facility. Lots of good information. Lots of good partners to work with. And and I got to hang out with Brian at a brewery in Omaha. Yeah, I think that was like Visa vis or something like that. And it was they had great beer. I'll have to look them up, but it, that was pretty good. It was fun time.
0: Awesome. It's awesome. It's funny it kind of worked out that way because Brian was out there for drill, So
1: there we go. Mhm. I couldn't tell you the last time Brian and I just did something together. It's been on ages. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Yeah, usually if we are doing something, it's like all of us in the group. Right. So
1: that's pretty cool. So how about you?
0: I am also good. Um, Riker's been adorable. I know I always oh. talk about Riker, but his new thing now is like he asks if we, he can come with. It's really cute, and and then the other day Brian was dropping him off, going to drop him off at daycare, but he brought like shoes to my desk. Oh, and I was like, oh, well, if you do that, <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it's really neat, like seeing the things like he's picking up on and how he chooses to like communicate things like that. It's just really sweet and
1: makes my heart warm. <laughs> it was so good to yeah. have him in here earlier.
0: Yeah, yeah, he visited on his way to the store. Because he he wanted to. Like, Brian picked him up from daycare today, and he's just insisting on going to the store. And Brian's like, well, we can go grocery shopping. Doesn't have to happen Thursday night. We'll do it Wednesday night. So, that's (laughs) what they're doing. And I have been biking more. I have been riding more. So, that's
1: really fun, too. Ooh. Yeah. I've been doing that, too. Apparently, last night uh, was the first of our gravel rides on tuesdays and i had to miss it (laughs) though
0: i did too i missed the bike ride last night but it was for a good reason uh neil degrasse tyson came to town oh and so we went to that and it was so fun he's just he's so hilarious and it's good to go to a lecture that's also really fun
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly
0: so that was that was really cool Mm. so i guess yeah I i have some things going on kind of that's good yeah I am missing my bike, though, from not getting to bike yesterday. Like, I really want to get on my bad bike. It's
1: just such a fun feeling to ride it. Uh, And it doesn't help that the weather has not been cooperative. Mm Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, it was raining yesterday, too, so I was like, well, I'm gonna miss a day. So, I think now that we have our beverages, I'm gonna few announcements Mm -hmm. let's start with we do have a patreon so come check us out if you'd like to support us in that way it is patreon.com slash gravel knits we have i think it's every every other month we do a knit night or just everybody we've got our chat we've got a lot of other options on our levels and we're up for feedback too if there's something you want but either way check us out if you want to support us in that way otherwise share the podcast with a friend
1: Please. and that takes us to our stash challenge Stash challenge! Woo-hoo. as you can tell i've definitely been buying yarn so my numbers are going up good give me a chance <laughs> <laughs> right up until i start finishing some things oh man i haven't
0: finished anything in a
1: while <laughs> so the idea of our stash challenge is to kind of use up what we've got we're keeping track we've got a scoreboard anyone's able to enter at any time throughout the year We've been started on January 10th. We're going to January 10th of 2023. And we will have participation drawings. Our first one will be coming up in our first, our next full episode. So not this episode, but the next episode that we put out there. Yeah. So look for that. And you can enter that on Instagram using the hashtag but Also through entering on the entry form. That you can find on our homepage, GravelNets.com. Yay!
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm really excited for the the drawing. And everyone, either if you're entering in the form or if you're just entering through the, the hashtag, you will all be included in that
1: option. Exactly. Oh, and we have our first prize that we know that we're going for, which is a set of stitch markers from Fiberman Fiberworks. Yay! Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so I think that leads us to our topic today, which I can't i'm not quite sure how to phrase it but basically we wanted to talk about in our experience what ways we organize ourselves with like our patterns to set up our knits. like we've yes. got tons of different options so we just wanted to throw out a few that we do and you might like them want to try them out or if you have a better one comment comment on our instagram or message us and we'll talk about that too
1: if you have any ideas that go along or might be helpful
0: See, yeah. sure.
1: So, Kelsey, do you want to start us off there? you want me to start one I things? think maybe you should start. You've got a pattern right next to you.
0: That's true. <laughs> um, so when I first, first started knitting, I would save patterns. They're like a PDF or a screenshot on my cell phone. I don't think people say cell phones anymore, do they? I mean... My mobile. <laughs> my mobile phone. I put it on my mobile phone. The mobile phone. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's just like a, a viewing option on my phone. So I would just cross out rows as I got through them. And I mean, it's nice because your phone's always with you, but it's also a much smaller screen. I know that some people like to switch to iPads. I just don't want to deal with more technology, <laughs> <laughs> even though I'm all about being more efficient and not wasting resources.
1: That's kind of where we cross yeah. streams a little bit. I, uh, I'm definitely more for the technology side. In fact, my iPad is sitting right there. Nicely done,
0: nicely done. <laughs> so that's where I kind of started out, but especially when there's like charted things or more complex patterns, I like to print out at least the, the sections like that have the charts on it. <laughs> and then I've tried a few different methods. If if I have post-it notes, that's usually what I do going like up my chart, but I'll also grab a pencil too. And then if I'm desperate a pen and then I'll just remember how many times I'm crossing through it, not the best choice not the best choice but it is one but I've just found that and I think if I were to go like like the iPad route I probably would be fine with that but that's that's mostly what I've been doing is just keeping the page that like only printing the pages that have things like that
1: if I know that I'm going to be somewhere where I'm not going to have much in the way of connectivity yeah my first choice was to print the pattern And typically, that's gonna if it's the same thing. If it's with a if it has a chart, I'm gonna print the chart. And by that point, that's probably all I really need because I most likely have a lot of the information in my head.
0: I don't. I don't do that yet. I don't have the Kelsey superpower to (laughs) to do that. (laughs) So if you are bringing a paper. Are you going to have, like, highlighter tape, post-it notes, pens? It's another, another no, Kelsey no, skill, y'all. that's a Kelsey skill. She can just glance and be like, oh, I'm Ron no. Rowe, 259B. And oh, there she goes. Right. So
1: that is one of the f- weird things. My husband and I are both like this. Okay. And we can kind of, if we look at the thing that we're doing. So, for instance, knitting. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm looking. I've read this paragraph. That paragraph is down my brain. And I can see it as it's written. That's amazing. Or if it's my car keys and I know I set them down somewhere, I put them on the chair next to the bed next to the book. I can remember that it's on the chair next to the bed next to the book. That's awesome. (laughs) And so when it comes to knitting, a lot of the time I'll be able to go, okay, I need five repeats of this chart, this small chart, and I'll be able to go on that small chart. When it comes to a larger chart, that's going to have a longer repeat. I still don't necessarily mark on it, but I will say my mom got me one of those knitting tracker book things. It's pretty handy. Okay. I wish I knew what it was called. It's from Knit Picks. Cool. It's kind of like a... Like a knitting journal? Um, It's like a little bindery thing, and it's got one page that's got the... Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> It's got one page that has a magnet board, essentially, and then it's got a long magnet strip, which that's become my new favorite thing. That's so cool. And I can use that to go up the chart.
0: Maybe that is something I should put on my Christmas list.
1: (laughs) I think you should. I think you would use it a lot. I don't
0: know if I have a whole lot else to say about how I'm prepping for my patterns.
1: I don't know. So my first thoughts are, so when I first am looking at a pattern, I either save it to my phone, Okay. As a PDF. And most often that's going to be enough. iPhone has, you know, the reader app or whatever. And you can just Or just opening it up in files and you can read it as a PDF. And that's nice as long as you don't need to really track much. What I have found that I have used for a number of years now, and I don't use it to a full extent, isn't Companion? I've always wanted to try it. I think it's better on something like an iPad than a phone. Only, that makes sense. Only because you have... A bigger screen and you can see more of what's going on and you have the ability to cut things and move things and paste things and track what you're doing with it that's cool i know boston jen used to do a, like essentially a class on using knit companion oh wow yeah and i would if i ever had the chance i would take that from her just so i could learn all the ins and outs
0: i think for me when i first get a pattern I typically will have it up on my computer screen until I get into work. <laughs> and then I print what I need to print. Um, otherwise, I either reference that or I'll download it on my phone when I get stuck if I'm like on the couch and I'm like, oh, I can't walk into the office. That's way too far. That's yeah, way too so, far. So then that's when I finally download it onto my phone. So I think I've actually found something that Kelsey is significantly more organized than me on. I think so. Because I'm I'm like obnoxiously type A at times.
1: Most most <laughs> of the time you got me. Most of the time you're going this 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 and this.
0: Yeah, I'm a lot. I'm a lot. <laughs> I'm a lot to handle at times.
1: <laughs> Sometimes, this
0: is exciting though. Like how much, <laughs> how many things have we learned like in the middle of a recording about? Like, oh, interesting. Oh, you do this that
1: way, and yeah. you do that way, and what? We are so different on this. <laughs> well, in reality, this we aren't too far on the pattern idea. No, but it's you. You have like a, a plan in a direction, whereas I, I really, I don't know. I kind of do, kind of don't. <laughs> and I think sometimes for me, too, that's going to depend on how quickly I'm working on something or where did I start working on something.
0: Oh, gotcha. That makes a lot of sense.
1: If it's, you know, if I'm at the office and I'm going to want the pages, it's real quick. Do, to do, print it out. Good to go. If I'm at home, I'm more likely to use the PDF. <laughs> and the nice thing about I use uh, the app Rabbit. i think you oh yeah i do and you can it's easy to go in and just download the pdf at any time
0: and then you can see what other people are looking at Mm. you can yeah there's like a feed and so i can see when you like like a pattern or like
1: oh i haven't looked on that part but you can see that on the community part on ravelry cool i have not seen it there so there we go I think that is one difference that I want to point out is if my patterns come from Ravelry, that's probably where I'm getting them from is through Rabbit and using my phone. But if it's from somewhere else, I'm probably adding the PDF to my Google Drive and then I can access it anywhere. So, okay, you kind of mentioned it. Sometimes you use Post-it notes. Mm -hmm. Have you tried anything else? pens and pencils if
0: it's like a big chart and i'm going through it once i'll do a highlighter otherwise i don't i know some people
1: like washi tape and i've never tried it me either. Or highlighter tape, I guess.
0: Yeah. Because then I would feel obligated to get one for each of my project bags, and it would just be a <laughs> thing.
1: <laughs> so that's where that's where I stop on that one. The one thing I do like about using, say, Knit Companion or a PDF is being able to cut out pieces of the chart and enlarge them so where I can see them.
0: Yeah. Like, I the chart that I'm following now is smaller than what I have on my screen, and I'm like, oh,
1: where is this? I find myself, even if I'm not using a companion, if I'm just going to purely use paper, I find myself often, like, cutting and pasting parts. That's using, a good idea. Using the wonderful snipping tool. I love snippet. Because then you can end up with uh, your chart and your abbreviations or symbols all in the same place. Yeah.
0: Which, kudos to this pattern that I'm knitting on. It's all all on the same page. It makes me very happy
1: i really like that layout they did a very nice job yeah that makes a world of difference
0: yeah like flipping back and forth to the key i like i get sometimes that's unavoidable but i like it if if they can put it there
1: or for instance if your chart runs off on multiple pages then it's easy enough to go stitch them together line them up together if i print it and it's going to be on multiple pages i'll end up taping it together so it's one big page
0: that's a great idea, though. I think I would easily get lost in between the pages, otherwise like where they line up mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then be a little heartbroken after getting
1: through a giant row. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest problem. That's one thing you gotta be very, very, very careful in that instance is to make sure that they line up exactly. And then you're good, though. Exactly. Then yeah. you're you're all set. Just gotta
0: get them get lined up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I, I don't know. That's kind of how I... Set up my patterns. I think that's about it for yeah. me, too. I tend to write, if I do print something out, I tend to write right on it, like, how many repeats I have. And then do... Tally marks. Tally marks. So that I know where I'm at. I have, like, a quick reference. And then I always end up still counting through and making sure. But then I at least know, like, okay, I think I have about the one or two more repeats left.
1: This is just going to be my, like, input to say it It definitely helps if you can figure out and if you can read your knitting oh yes more that you can figure out how to read your knitting the much better that's going to serve you in the future
0: yeah and then it's easier to fix things too like i've done that several times i keep referencing the same shawl but it's a cable shawl and so every once in a while i'll catch that i like guarded right through my cable and i'm like oh well i I can just drop down and fix this no big deal exactly it's worth the pain of, like, messing with it for a while to figure out how to fix fixer stitches and reading your knitting so that you don't have to go back for
1: a whole row or round. I think that might be a good segue. Let's talk about some beers. That
0: sounds great, Kelsey. Do you Would you like to start?
1: I'll go first, yes. So we are in our second round of beers. Woo-woo. And this time I got a wee heavy Scotch Ale. It is called the Vanilla Maple Kilt Whistle, <laughs> which is pretty tasty, actually. It is very vanilla-forward. Um, it doesn't smell very vanilla-forward, but it definitely tastes very vanilla. Okay. And then the maple gives it this nice little sweetness to it. I don't get... It's. I don't think it. the ABV is very high on it. <laughs> Let's go to the Magical Untapped, shall we? Sure. And it has definitely, like, the maltiness build to uh, Scotch Ale. Again, I kind of wish there was a little bit of a bitterness to it that's kind of missing but not that too much that it's gonna throw the beer off it's probably one of my more favorites of theirs i think
0: yeah i was really impressed with it. i did a little taster
1: and it definitely oh, there's almost like a smokiness on the back side mm. so i am
0: trying the irish red ale which i believe is on tap most of the time here
1: i've seen it over the years i'm pretty sure so it's their foxtail i'm pretty sure it's yeah. one of their flagship
0: beers and I like it. It's a nice medium-bodied red. I'd say it is on the maltier side for a red. Even though reds do tend to be maltier, I feel like they have a little more hop than, like, a brown one. It definitely has a nice, like, full flavor feel to it, and the finish is more malty than sharp. I wouldn't say it lingers, but it's, like, a more soft finish, too.
1: I think that's one thing that you can be probably say about most of their beers is none of them really end with that, like, sharp bite to them they all kind of like mellow out yes which is not a bad thing
0: Mm -mm. i definitely recommend this one i do see the abb's on this one it's 5.8 percent
1: which that's not too bad
0: yeah that's pretty pretty solid for a red i think Mm -hmm. and it did come in a big girl glass so i have i have more volume than kelsey has at the moment (laughs) whereas before we both had the cute Little glasses. They're so pretty.
1: Mine was born in a 10 ounce, meaning yours was born in a 16. So yeah. <laughs> mine must have more alcohol in it than yours. Makes sense. So that's our beverages. Time to segue into a hangover.
0: Hangovers?
1: I think you should go first. <laughs>
0: All right, I will. So I am test knitting this shawl, and I love, love, love it. This hangover is all on me.
1: (laughs) So so real quick, though, since you have now mentioned this shawl multiple Mm -hmm. times throughout the podcast, and I I know you can't say much about it, but can you tell the people what it's called and who the designer is? If you pronounce it. It's called the amalgamation. Thank you.
0: And it's from me to you. And this pattern is really well designed, thought out. I don't want to take any of this. There's just things that I've caught. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not sure any, every designer would remember or think to put this in here to make the construction of this nice and consistent. This one definitely does. I'm, I'm loving this test knit so much. That's so good. So for this test knit, she has found that she like explained this up front that she gives the pattern in sections. Okay. So once you get a section, she sends you the next one. She's very, very fast. Oh, that's And cool. I think it's just two sections. Like I, I don't have to ask for another one. But I just automatically assumed that that's where the color change was. Oh! So I cut my yarn, started in the next color, and started going. And then I was like, well, I better check. Because the way that this is written, it says I have to do a repeat and then switch colors. But I was just so sure. that I'm like, oh, no, she means for this section. And then I look at some pictures of everyone else's. I'm like, oh, no, nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I fixing it wasn't a big deal, but it was just like,
1: gosh, I cut my yarn. <laughs> I can see just just where yeah. you did it, but it's not bad at all.
0: It's not bad on the front side. I tried to do like the the knot where you knot a slip knot on each side and then pull it tight, but then I did them wrong and then I just left it anyway. So I ended up like knitting double thick for a few stitches. That's okay. So overall, it'll be just fine. And what I did is I just took my needle down. I think I ended. I was like six rows in, and I I picked up the stitches and then I frogged back well done yeah they were they were twisted but I just fixed them as I went
1: that's what (laughs) I've been finding if I can at least get my needle through something it's easier to fix it going back around than it is to worry about it at the time
0: nice go me thanks that makes me feel good but, yeah, when it happened, I was just like, "Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I just... Didn't, I don't know. I don't want to cut my hair when I don't have to. I don't think that it's going to make my numbers any less like accurate because it's such a
1: short." Right now, the amount that you did that that yeah. should be included in essentially a buffer to something to consider. So, it's
0: fine. I was just like all excited to start to see what the cables looked like in my my other shade of purple, and I. Just done like a few rows of it, and I'm like looking at it, and I'm like, "Wait a second, this is not what I read, not what it told me to do." Wow, I was
1: very <laughs> excited when you were like, "Oh, I think about the color change." Yeah, it's like, so- "Oh, I can't wait to see what's going to happen." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nope, not yet. Did you? So you said that you were probably going to run out of yarn. Did you end up ordering like something to? I for did.
0: And I don't think I'm at any risk. I think the person that did had 50 gram skeins. Oh, okay. So I think I'm fine. Like one of I'll change one color. There's like you're growing two colors the whole time. So there will still be another repeat with the other one. But since I did think I was done, I weighed my yarn and it was like 47 grams. So I definitely have like plenty. But if I had a 50 gram ball, I would have ran out. And in the pattern, it does say like the yarn that suggested does come in 50 gram balls or hanks, but they said to buy two.
1: And that again comes into uh, where your gauge, which plays in.
0: I did, I did swatch for this, and I believe I'm still.
1: I could double check
0: again, but I'm pretty sure I'm still on gauge. I'm. I went down two needle sizes, which is seems to be kind of where I sit since I like triple I zeros does. on my socks, mm-hmm. apparently. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well. Oh um, no. Yeah. No. This has been fun. This is my laziness. i know but like
0: when i'm frogging back i just want to go so i like just leave a pile and then then it becomes that (laughs) little yarn barf
1: it's not a bad deal because it's linen and it coming it apart with also no problem okay but it would have been better if I would have done it correctly so we might as well go from do you have anything more you want to talk about I do not
0: that was a perfect segue we're just we're on in sync tonight we are that's awesome
1: <laughs> so this morning I cast on for something new <laughs> yeah and this purples so pretty guys this purple the moment I saw this purple made me think of you <laughs>
0: It is a caitlyn purple.
1: It is a very Caitlyn purple. Like, this is the purple of Caitlyn in my head. <laughs> in fact, that's probably why I picked purple for one of the colors of our hosts on Discord or something. <laughs> <It> makes sense. <laughs> anyway, so I cast on for the Outline Tea by Jessie Mae. Nice. Okay. Got it. And I got some linen when I was at the Woolly Mammoth last weekend, which we'll talk about more in our next episode. Stash enhancements. Mm hmm. I have a few of them. Same. But. I decided I didn't want to wait, and I wanted to go ahead and cast something on, and I figured this would be something easy that I could just mindless knitting, knit, 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 knit in the round. Well, I figured by the time I got here tonight, I would be done with the ribbing at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And I was right on track, and I was about 10 rows into the ribbing, and then realized I had twisted at some point, so I had become a Mobius. <sighs> yeah that
0: makes my heart just
1: hurt and i i just and it's like really i haven't done this in forever <laughs> i am always make sure i you know don't twist my join
0: Oddly enough i also did this with my out- outline <laughs> but i i caught it like two rows in so i just fudged it that's
1: okay <laughs> that's exactly what i essentially ended up doing i took really nice well, not so you can quite. save some so of it i was able to save some of it I thought I was going to have to do that, you know, cheat fix, what I call a cheat fix. But I had ripped back seven rows. Okay. And apparently that was where I twisted it the first time. Interesting. It wasn't on my join. It was a couple of rows later. Huh. That I had twisted it. Okay. So I managed to rip back just far enough to get past where I had twisted it. I'm like, oh, this makes more sense. Oh, that's nice, though. That that's makes nice. the hangover a little lighter. It, it, that was one super happy surprise. I was like, okay, at least I don't have to go all the way back to the very beginning.
0: Yay. And count all the stitches in the cast on.
1: Yeah. That was gonna be. I I wanted nothing to do with casting it on again. <laughs> no, I did not want to. I was originally gonna do the what size large size, and I'm doing the medium now. Okay, only because
0: see want to cast on more. I don't
1: want it to recast on. <laughs> love it but now i'm contending with yarn barf because i was too lazy to actually wind it onto the ball
0: it's understandable yeah. i always, i try that regardless of the material like Me too. i'm just like well i'm pulling it in a pile so it'll just pull it'll be fine when i start going again right and at
1: some point you're just gonna fiddle around with it anyway and it'll be just fine i think that does about it for my hangover i'm almost back to where i was
0: it is really fun that we're both knitting on purple right now. It is kind of fun. This is the First time
1: I think that's happened. Yeah, I think you're
0: right. And that I like actually know what you're knitting on.
1: <laughs> you know, you've done the tank or working on the tank. Yes. And this is essentially the t-shirt version of it.
0: Which I've picked it up a few times. Yeah, that's right. I did the outline tank. That's a good clarification. And it's hanging out in Brian's car. So it's going to be there for a while. But I have worked on it. I worked on it last night on our way to the Civic Center. I figured the way that we were, the way our night was going, I was just not going to bring the knitting. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think that about does it for tonight. All right.
1: Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for tonight. Absolutely. And we will look forward to talking to you in our next episode, where we'll have our prize drawing. (laughs) Whoop, whoop. And... I and you are going to knit all the things! Woo-hoo. You can find us on Facebook as Gravel Knits, on Instagram and Untapped as Gravel Knits, and our website is gravelknits.com. You can email us at gravelknits at gmail.com, and you can find me, Kelsey, on Ravelry and Instagram as Bikes Use, and Untapped as Kelsey J. You can find me,
0: Caitlin, on Ravelry and Instagram as Caitlin and Lloyd.
1: Please message us to let us know what you would like to talk about. And we'd love to hear what you think about the show. Please leave us a review wherever you listen to our podcast. Or maybe somewhere you don't. And perhaps share it with a friend.
0: Absolutely. Gravel Knits believes everyone deserves to be included and loved, regardless of who you love, beliefs, color, size, your gender, or whatever else makes you you. Please keep in mind that we are human. And while we are trying to educate ourselves, there's always more to learn. And any critiques are deeply appreciated.